I was expecting something different, but uh, I was not uh, disappointed about it. For me, it was uh, even more like like a step, like a push to to do it for hundred percent. And after reaching my my experience, after reaching my goals, I think uh, I even appreciate it more than uh, somebody who just gets like a gift. So th that's one point. It was really new, and nobody knew about it, and was like a little bit the secret uh, how what what you we, we are doing in the training. For me, this was like in the right moment, the right decision, and uh, everything afterwards, even with the hard work, was like uh, for me an honor to 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 have an impulse on my life. The more you do, the more you get forward, the more self-confidence you get, not only in sports, you get it in your life. And this is uh, the main point for me. Talent is good, but if you don't work for it, it it's not enough. And so I, I showed it in my first competition. And this was like a, the main point to start competition karate. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. This is the first show I am recording in 2021. I am super excited to have a fellow martial artist, karate athlete, and just a cool human being here today. And for everybody that is new to the show, before I introduce this week's guest, we're all about success and finding your success, building your life, create a better place in this world for you, your family, and the rest of us. I truly believe in putting out positive things in the world. And, um, you know, it will always come back to you. I've been watching Cobra Kai season three now with a lot of good <laughs> nuggets from Mr. Miyagi. And um, yeah, one of them is if you put good things out, good things will come back. I truly believe that I get, I get so much positivity in my life. And I, I want to believe that it is because I, I do a lot of positive things myself. I try to walk the planet with, with a smile. It's not always easy. My wife's uh, grandfather passed away yesterday and I, today I'm actually super sad. And that's part of life too. It is okay to feel your emotions and uh, it's okay to be sad, but we also need to know that all emotions in our life teach us something. We're not here for a long time, but we're certainly here for a good time if we choose to. So yeah, excited for 2021. And uh, this week's guest, uh, I believe this guy has a crazy good mindset. I, I remember when I was a junior, I think you're, you're four years older than me and I, I watched you compete. You were always very strong you look like a machine on on the on the mat competing and i always admire that with you um, so i'm super excited to have you here today today's guest name is christian greener uh, i hope that uh, was okay for the last name <laughs> and, and he is german national athlete i mean he was on the national team for 14 years 12 times national champion he was a world champion a university champion. He has medals from like all the biggest competitions, uh, which means that he has done something right and that he has learned a lot along the way. So without further ado, welcome Christian Greener to the I Love Success podcast. Thank you very much, Peter. 
Thank you very much. Nice to be here with you. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited and happy to be part of uh, your project. Awesome. So before before we dig into your life, I want to talk about something that a lot of people feel right now. You know, when there's a new year, most of us are positive. We are looking at our life. Hey, it's a new year. I'm going to kick ass. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And especially this year, everybody's like, fuck COVID. Uh, we're good. 2021 is going to be a good year. And that excites me, but it also pisses me off because I know that 90 or 95% of people is not going to do any fucking change and expect better results. Uh, so that makes me sad because we, we think just because it's a new year or a new day that results are going to come or we're going to change our life uh, instead of looking at ourselves and see what we can do differently because life doesn't work that way. Come January 1st, COVID is not gone. Our problems are not gone, but we can work on changing ourselves and working in a better way. So what's your take on that? What do you want to say to people right now that are ready for a change, but they're also ready to do the work? Yeah, um, from my experience, uh, also during my whole life, um, you need to you need to work. You need to um, have uh, goals, and you need to do something for this. And maybe some guys they get uh, things as a gift. So maybe athletes or uh, people they have a gift, certain gift. But uh, my uh, secret is that uh, for me it was a, a hard way to achieve my goals, but. Um, I, I kept I kept on. I, I did my work and I, I was uh, motivated. And after reaching my my experience, after reaching my goals, I think uh, I even appreciate it more than uh, somebody who just gets it like a gift. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I mean, I was the same in in my life, and and um, I, I never it never came easy to me. So I learned how to work for it. Uh, and you, you learn a lot of things during that way. So can we just start sharing your story? How did you come into karate and why weren't you good at it when you started? Yeah, it's really funny what you talked about because you talked about uh, Cobra Kai uh, yeah. in, the, in your beginning words. And to be honest, um, the first episode of Karate Kid was one of the uh, main points to, to start karate. And uh, yeah, just to, I was interested in, in, in the movies, uh, in Karate Kid movie, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Bloodsport and uh, different other movies. And so this was like the first step to get into. But uh, after the first two lessons, I got to know that it's uh, a little bit different uh, to do karate, to train karate, and then to watch it on, in the movies. And uh, so for me, this was a really, uh, yeah, ex funny experience because uh, I, I wasn't. I was expecting something different, but uh, I was not uh, disappointed about it. For me, it was uh, even more like like a step, like a push to to do it for hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean it's funny uh, because Karate Kid. I started karate as well. My father is my sensei, but I never wanted to train. But after watching that movie, um, I started. But reality is different, right? And I think that what you said is really interesting. Sometimes we look at a movie or we read a book and things sound so exciting, but then actually doing the work is harder. Uh, how? When did you start to fall in love with karate and, and know that, hey, this is something that I really want to do? 
And to be honest, it was love on first sight. So in the first lesson, uh, I just uh, enjoyed the group. We, we started with 80 people at the same time. And after one year, it was about 10 people who uh, were do, continuing the training. So for me, it was like in the first lesson, so that's what, that was my sport, the thing what I was uh, waiting for my whole life. Because, um, yeah, I, I really love the discipline. I really love the, 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 the focus on, 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 on special techniques and, and, and on the training and just to, to keep out the, the, the normal life and just focus on something uh, that, that brings you forward. And uh, I, just, I just enjoyed the first lessons. I, we had, I also had very nice teachers who um, really were really motivated to teach us karate, even if they were just blue belts or orange belts, because they didn't even know so much, because uh, karate in my region, in, in Eastern Germany, was not allowed uh, after, uh, before the wall uh, was breaking down. So that's one point. It was really new, and nobody knew about it, and was like a little bit the secret uh, how what what you we, we are doing in the training. Yeah, that's exciting. And how were you as a kid, uh, Christian? Uh, what what were your interests? How how were you living your life? I remember uh, karate was me, for me was very good because I was the smallest kid in my class, and I also had. Um, I was also fat <laughs> or overweight <laughs> is the better word maybe. So uh, I wasn't picked first in soccer or football or sports. So karate gave me so much good things because when I put on the gi and I was suddenly equal to everybody else and I got that discipline and training. So how was it for you as a kid and what did karate give you? You know, uh, for me, it was uh, the opposite way. I, my grandmother every time uh, called me Gandhi because I was so skinny. <laughs> and uh, that's why um, I told my grandmother, now I'm doing karate. And she was telling me from the first time, no, please play table tennis. It's not so dangerous. <laughs> and, and, and even some years later, when I had my first injuries, she was telling me, why, why didn't you do, play tennis? Why didn't you uh, change the sport? And uh, after some years, she understood because... Uh, yeah, karate just uh, totally changed my life, changed my behavior, changed everything. And everything I, I'm now is because of karate. So I think uh, in this moment before I did karate, uh, I was interested in sports, but not particularly. But then I just uh, focused on karate and uh, was was like uh, I was in love with, with the sports. And yeah. maybe it would, could be also a different sport, but for me, this was like in the right moment, the right decision and uh, everything afterwards, even with the hard work, was like uh, for me an honor to, to, to have an impulse on my life. Yeah. And how did it change you? Uh, for people who don't know karate, how did it change you? you, you you're saying that it changed your whole life. You're a different person. In, in what ways? Yes, it's... Uh, the easiest way to show it's like in, if you go into school, you go to school and you have to do like a like a lecture or you go and have an exam and everything else. And for many people, it's a very big problem to to show your your um, yeah to show the things you learned uh, before other people uh, and to 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 be self confident in front of others. And uh, I think the karate was one of the main points for me that I had no problems anymore to do something like this, 
to to speak in front of people to 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 show what i learned and to do your best and to focus on your goals and this was uh, i think my main point because of the belt examinations you have to do it 100 times the techniques and you have to show it to the trainers you have to show it to the examiners and this gives you uh, uh, more self confidence the more you do it the more you get forward the more self confidence you get not only in sports you get it in your life and this is uh, the main point for me yeah and uh, when did you start competing in karate uh, i was like uh, from Every time in my life uh, since I started in, in 1993, 1993, uh, like it was 100%. So I, I did, I started in 1993, and uh, one year later, I was doing training five, six, seven times a week. I, I was uh, just doing regular training, no competition training, but going to seminars, learning katas, learning techniques, and uh, like this. And, uh, one year later, in 1994, I did my first competition. It was like a Christmas edition of a competition in my club. So it was, uh, yeah, it was like the first time everybody was so excited. And uh, to be honest, I was not the best of the group. There were some guys who were even more talented. But I was looking so forward to this, uh, to this competition. And I did kata and kumite. And in kata, I lost the first round. But in kumite, I won against... Uh, my opponent, he was a friend, but he was much stronger than me. But I just wanted to show uh, that I did more training. I was more uh, uh, more working for, for my titles. And that's why I, I won this match because uh, I, talent is good. But if you don't work for it, it it's not enough. And so I, I showed it in my first competition. And this was like a, the main point to start competition karate. Wow. And I think what I saw with you uh, when I, when you were competing, you always looked fearless. Um, is that true, or how did you how did you work with fear in your your competitions? I I never uh, was afraid about uh, my opponents or other people because my best matches I did in open com competitions. I was uh, sixty five kilograms and was fighting against people with hundred kilograms. And uh, this was never a problem for me to, to be afraid of uh, losing or afraid of an opponent. But of course, the feeling you get, the particular feeling you get in your stomach before uh, coming to the competition was the same for me. But uh, everybody told me, uh, also my coaches and my colleagues told me that I was like in a, in a tunnel. So for me, I just had my uh, aim, my, my goal uh, in my view and everything else I was not thinking about. I was not thinking about other people and uh, what, what they think about me if I lose or whatever. I, I just focused on my work on the tatami and the same was in the training. Oh, I love that. Did somebody teach you that or did it come natural to you? No, I did it for myself. I don't know. This was maybe one of my gifts my talents I have. I was not talented in the movement, in learning, but I was talented in focusing. So n never ever in my training, my students are laughing about me, but nobody had to ask me, do you want to come to the training? So that's, that was never an issue for me. So uh, I was the one who was every time one hour before each training in the, in the dressing room, just preparing and focusing on the next, uh, on the next training. And we were today, maybe it's not, not possible to understand, but I was going with a friend of mine with a small motorbike, uh, for 100 kilometers to the training. 
uh, just to go there and it was cold and it, my 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 butt was was aching but when you go into the training room after uh, uh, sacrificing so much for for coming there then you go for every second in the training to do everything 100% and if you get yeah your parents drive you in a, in a, in, a, in a nice mercedes benz to the training and you come there and everybody's uh, yeah um, happy for you and uh, doing everything for you uh, then maybe it's not you don't get the focus like maybe you do the preparations and the work that i did it's incredible and i'm getting goosebumps because i'm looking back at my own uh, life as an athlete and as a karate guy and competing and it those moments are incredible especially when you're in at that fight and I loved fighting in the open competition as well. It, it was just an amazing feeling beating and defeating these bigger guys. But I think the main question or the million dollar question, having such an amazing life as an athlete, feeling these moments, what happened after your career? Like, how did, how did you deal with that? For me, it was no problem because uh, I had, like I told before, I had my goals. I, I knew that my career will finish and I knew that there should become should come something uh, else afterwards. So I was, during my uh, athlete time, I was uh, starting training uh, with groups, uh, doing lessons, trying to build up something uh, in karate. And so it was for me like just a, just a soft way to close my career. So maybe this would be one interesting one interesting point how to finish a career because everybody's asking me uh, how do you uh, uh, did that and, and why uh, do you miss the, the time on the on the mat now and I said no because I finished my career with a perfect moment and you uh, just we had uh, maybe it's too much but I hope uh, you, we have the time for this yeah. we had the European Cup in, in my region near to my hometown and we were in a team competition and we had three matches and the first was lost, the second was a draw and I needed to win and I had to do an Ippon, I had to do two points to win the match and like it was like a, uh, it was planned, yeah, yeah. it was seven cent, I don't know, but but I was in the match and, and it was one zero for the other one and I did the, the final two points and everybody was throwing up me was throwing me up in the in the in the air and uh, bringing me out and celebrating and this was the moment I I would wish every athlete yeah uh, in life just to have have a good feeling to finish and not the feeling oh I need to do one more one more one more because this is, is uh, not good because you torture yourself. And um, I, I think if you, you are realistic in your career and you're realistic what you plan and what comes afterwards, then you find a good way to finish. Let me, let me ask you this. Did you know coming into that competition that it was your last? Yeah. You I did? Knew. Okay, you already knew. I knew. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I knew. And I, I, I told everybody that not, no money in the world would bring me back after this. Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to finish early uh, uh, my career. I never wanted to be like, I think uh, athlete career is almost like the stock market. If you're trying to hit the highest point, it's luck. Come as close as the best you can become and then, you know, be okay with going going out Uh that's my opinion because I, it's so hard for me to see all these older athletes that are keep doing it, keep doing it, and now they start to 
to lose to these young, hungry guys and girls. And I admire them for doing that because I can't, I don't want to, I don't want that in my life because that I know that would mess up my mind uh, a lot. So, so I think that's cool, cool what you did. How, how do you, what do you want to say to other people that are looking for, they're going after something. When do you know when it's time to quit? How do you know that? Um, I think uh, the most important point is if you have it in your own hands. So if you have your 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 matches and fighting and winning or whatever you do, also in business or whatever, if you know I have it in my own hands, I can I can choose and I I'm the one. If if I'm performing, then I will be successful. But if I give something into somebody else's hands, for example, to the referees, because they have my, know my name, I'm the older one, I'm the experienced one. Yeah, if I do it, if if I know my coach is very well known, and that's why maybe the referees and everybody is supporting me, then then I know it's time to go because then it's you you know it's there's different aspects that that decide if you're winning. But uh, for me, it was very important to be the main aspect to win. Yeah. Uh, of course, there's different circumstances. Yes, of course. But but if, if I have it in my hands, I can choose. And if I have the feeling maybe it's time to hand it to over to somebody else, or there are some people there get better and better, and you have it even harder to achieve the same, uh, working more to get the same results, then it's time to maybe rethink uh, what you really want to do. Yeah. And what has been the hardest moment uh, for you as an athlete, uh, and how did you overcome that? You, you know, sometimes when I'm I'm doing some jogging rounds in the in the in the forest, I'm just uh, I'm just uh, screaming like, "Oh no! Why did you do this? Why did you do this?" And I had it one time. I had it really one time. Uh, I was in in this, two years after my world uh, students title. Uh, in Belgrade, it was in Belgrade. I was in New York, and uh, I was in the semi-final, and I had re a really tough uh, opponent from Italy. He's, he was really strong, and when we met, every time one times me, one times him uh, was the winner. And this time, I did uh, two points. I was leading in two points, and then he was winning four-two because he did two Yoko uh, uh, two kicks uh, yeah. to stop me because I was running forward. After my lead, not I, I had an all time in, in the world to wait and to to let the time do the work for me. But I wanted to beat him too much. I wanted to go out uh, with six zero or eight zero, and that was my mistake. And the biggest problem then was uh, he went to the final and it was okay. He was the better fighter, the more clever fighter because I did a mistake. And in the final, his opponent was not able to fight, so that's why he was champion, world champion after winning against me. And this was really hard for me because I knew I did one mistake and this mistake uh, uh, stopped me from repeating my title, my world title. And what did you learn from, from that moment? Because what I I've been in the same position that I want things too much. And my father, who, who's my, my sensei, he says, he always tells me, it's like having sand in, in, your, ha in your palm. If you grab it too tight, you lose it. If it's too loose, you lose it. You have to find that balance. But yes. so I'm curious, what did you learn from that moment of wanting it too much? This is a, this is a really, really good question because uh, this was the moment for me 
to rethink my 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 work and my my training and my my way of life with karate and also the the rest of the, my life maybe um in the uh, until this moment i was very focused and sometimes too focused and uh, i nothing else was very important for me so the life going snowboarding going partying all this stuff for me this was not important so i focused on on my sport and afterwards i thought about okay if you want something too much maybe this this keeps you away from getting it and then after this uh, moment i tried to learn and i this was a process i learned step by step to let go sometimes not only to be too much uh, in in the subject and this was the experience for me and and after this time i had the best time of my life as an athlete maybe not every time successful but i was happy and i was celebrating even if i maybe didn't get the first place and so i enjoyed my life and my athletic athletic career even more so are you saying it's more important to focus on the process than the end result um i think you have to focus on the result but you have to uh, you don't have to over um, over focus on this so you need to have your your, your goal and the process is even more uh, more uh, important but uh, it's for from my side it's like uh, to if you do too much if you want it too much you won't get it as you told with the, with the sand in the hand so you have to find the right balance between focus and refocus and relaxing and uh, that's that's the thing i uh, that's that's the way and even the the champions i know that's the uh, the way they get the success the, the best and how do you know when how much is enough like i think that's the hardest question with everybody it's always asking, how do you know how much you should want something in order to not uh, mess it up for mm -hmm. yourself? Okay, that, that's right. Uh, my 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 former coach told me there's like a light button. So you have the light on or you have the light off. And uh, it's like this. If you go to the training and uh, even my training lessons when I'm teaching uh, are the same. You need to find the right balance. You need to have time when there is... 100% when you have to do everything and you have to be exhausted. But there has to be a time when you need to relax, you need to learn, you need to cool down. And um, this this is very important. But the most important point, and I think many athletes today, especially the young ones, they they don't have it from themselves. They don't, I don't know why. Uh, to If the, the light is on, the light needs to be on. And this is it's very, very important. And sometimes they don't get the, the, the way to, to focus at the, at the right point. There's so many distractions today with the media, with everything else. So I think it's really important to refocus. And then if you do your work afterwards, just to let go and to relax. And so if you find this balance, it's very important. And I try to teach it uh, to my students. So one example, for example, school. I tell my students, if you do school very well, then you have time for the training. Then you are relaxed and then you can focus on, on your tournaments and on training. But if you don't do this work, then the other one, the other work on the sports, on the tatami won't be successful. And this for me is, is the thing. Do it, put the light on and sometimes put the light off and just let it go. But But you decide when and you need to decide.
Yeah, I think that's a great advice. The, I think that the next question is, that's so hard though, right? Because when you want to become the best, a world champion, build an incredible business, become an actor, musician, or whatever it is, it almost takes over you as a person, uh, which is sometimes a negative, right? That's what we're talking about. How do you, how do you switch it off? How do you just like, bam? That's, uh, that's the art. That's the art. Um, I think uh, this, my experience was uh, that I um, need, needed to learn it from people uh, who can do, uh, who do it very well. And uh, to have role models, to have people that, that they are the same way like you. So, um, of course, I'm different to everybody else, but, but I, I see how people who are successful, who do it very well, and uh, who are positive. And the positivity you also told in the beginning is a very important thing. So you, you, need, to, you need to be positive also to reach your goals. And, uh, but you don't have to be too disappointed if there's something uh, you don't get. So my, my main, my main uh, um, in my life, my main words were, uh, you have to hope for the best and you have to be aware of the worst. So you won't get uh, disappointed. So you, you have to be positive. You have to want this and you, you will get it if you're positive. But if, if sometimes there's disappointment, you don't have to be down. You have to step up. You have to, to be strong and, and work uh, uh, even more to get the thing. Yeah. I, and I think that comes with experience too. Uh, I've seen a lot of athletes and I'm in sales. I see a lot of salespeople. I see a lot of people trying to become better. And when they reach one or two failures, they, they, they take it as an excuse to not continue. And what do you want to say to those people? Because learning all these things that we are talking about, right, this is high level mindset. And I think the only way to learn that is to, you know, lose and to not get what you want. Because if you always get what you want, it, it's hard to learn those lessons. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, I think uh, it's it's totally the the right point. I'm also co uh, convinced of. Um, when I was starting my career as athlete, uh, every match I had like a paper book and I read what did I did go uh, good. But the more more important thing was my mistakes, the things I can do better. And this was for me like even a bigger chance. Uh, to to learn from from my mistakes than to learn from my from my things that I did good, and uh, my first three or four years, every match, every tournament, I did this. We just went through whole Europe just to go to the tournaments. And the first tournament, I lost in first round. Second tournament, first round. Then maybe second round, third round. After two or three tournaments, I was uh, getting to the to the medal matches. And then step by step, I won my, my tournaments and uh, nearly every tournament. Then afterwards, I, I got results. And uh, this was like experience for me. And I, I'm telling it every time to everybody, you need to, to, to start from the, from the scratch. You need to go step by step upwards. That's, that's very difficult. Uh, maybe if you're so talented and gifted, you get uh, what you want in the first place. But, but for me, this was, like, um, this was like a process. And this process made me better as a, as an athlete as a trainer as a person as a husband uh, as everything in my life so to do to to be uh, aware that you can do mistakes and to learn from this and uh, one very important uh, 
sentence I'm telling every, every time. You do much stuff, then you do much mistakes. But it's very important to do a mistake only one time, the same mistake. And this is a thing I, I was trying to. And everybody I'm telling to, I think, is, is, is the right, is in the same opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And uh, one thing that I'm, I'm thinking a lot about, you're working with a lot of young athletes, coaching them. What challenges do you see today with people that are trying to become better at their sport or their thing? What are the main challenges and what are your ideas for overcoming them? I think um, one point I, I told you before is like uh, the focus, the focus on, on, on the goal. And sometimes maybe uh, it's, it's not very good to have a too, too high goal to reach. Like I told also before, to do step by step, to to maybe go to the tournament or to go uh, to to the school and just just tell, okay, I need to have a small uh, success, like to get one point in the tournament or two points or maybe uh, win a match. So this is a, is a goal uh, that that is reachable, and afterwards you're you're happy because uh, if I send my athletes to a high level tournament and then say you need to get first place, it's it's no no chance. So if you if you set your athlete the right goals and if you give the good feedback and if uh, you you just uh, try to learn from the situations, I think this would be uh, is, is the best thing. Yeah. No, I think that's that's great, and I, I I wish I knew that when I was competing because I know winning everything in Sweden and then you go to all these international tournaments and you have in your mind, hey, I'm gonna medal, I'm gonna win, and I think I would have probably done much better if I would have worked on those small little steps like I'm trying to do in my life now. And I mean, that comes with experience, but I'm also glad that you're able to be a great coach and, and teach people not to do the mistakes that I did or maybe someone else did. And uh, that's why I love having these conversations because people that are listening, they can learn from that. And, and, and setting those small targets, you know, small wins gives you confidence, right? If you always lose, right. it's going to take you down. Uh, so that's, that's right. do you write down your goals or how, how was that? Was it in your mind? Do you write it down? Like what's, how did you do it? Yeah, um, I, I was writing my goals. I had like a, a, in, on my desk in my, in my flat where I was living, I had a, a big goal and uh, uh, I had like a, like a mirror and then there I, I wrote my ideas and I wrote my goals. And every morning I was looking at it, I, I was reading it and spelling it that this is my goal. And um, so I was repeating it. And even before the matches, I was telling myself the idea. I was telling, I want to be uh, on the podium. I want to be uh, uh, in the first place. And um, this was helping me a lot because, uh, because of all distractions, all stress and the stuff. It was like something I, I hold myself uh, tight. And uh, this, this helped me very much. And, and even uh, if people come, came to my place, they were looking at uh, this and they were asking me and was explaining about my goals. And even this uh, uh, supported uh, me in my, my way to, to, to reach my goals. Yeah. And uh, how, when you set the goal, should it be like, how, how, how should you feel when you read it? Should it excite you? Should it scare you both? Like, what are your thoughts on that? How do you know when it's a good goal? 
Yeah. Yeah, I think the best expression for this was looking forward to this, looking forward to your goal, looking forward to the final competition, or looking forward to the to the to the lecture or to the, uh, to the appointment. This was uh, uh, for me. This was uh, the best way to to work with my goals. And uh, you know, as I told in the beginning, to be a fighter, to go on a tatami, this is not usual. Not usual human. Uh, usually people try to avoid fights and it's i think it's it's a very big experience to go on the tatami and to to have a fight against somebody else even if it's in the rules and if it's 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 safe and secure but but i think it it's really very important to 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 honor everybody who's going on the tatami because it's very hard it's very hard and not everybody is going this if you have 100 people maybe 10 people would do this step and this is very important. And, and to help people to do this step, to get more people to get the experience, because it's not only winning, it's about uh, uh, winning for your life. Uh, this is, I think, the most important point. And this is my goal, to, to get the experience I learned during my fights, during my career, to help people, not only in sports, but help in their lives. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with that. And I think the just stepping on to the tatami or whatever it is in your life, you're listening to this. <clears throat> Most people are spectators. They always look at others, but going on to the arena, it takes courage. It takes a risk. Just by doing that, you are a winner and you're going to learn something. And I want everybody here that are listening and watching this show to understand that not everybody can maybe become a world champion like Christian. Uh, but you can become a world champion in your own life. You can become the best version of yourself and compete against yourself to, to become better. And, and that's why I love karate and kind of the belt systems because, because in a way you're competing against yourself and your own progress uh, and, and we can all become better. One thing that I'm curious, what was the, what has been the best experience of being an athlete and traveling around the world? And what, what, what's the best experience by doing that? Uh, my best experience or the experience? Of, yeah, your uh, best of, experience. For everybody. For you. Okay, my best experience, uh, ab absolutely, with no doubt, was uh, the invitation to Dubai. So the, me and uh, some part of my team were invited to the princess of Dubai. She was uh, practicing karate for several years and she invited us to her, to her palace to train there. We had like a five-star hotel, first class, and uh, everything was uh, took care of. And every day I woke up at this time, I was just said, oh, it's a dream. It's a dream what, what you're living there. You, 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 it's, it, it won't come back anytime again and and it was like it was the greatest experience for me uh, to be so so uh, yeah so honored to be part of this and uh, so i i was just uh, just really crazy and i was telling me every evening before going to bed this work i did every day in the dojo every day on the tournaments this work paid off to get experience like this to, to get to know ex extraordinary places, to get to know extraordinary people. And this is worth the work. And uh, it's, it's part of the work because uh, I achieved this uh, and maybe I believed to get experience like this, but, but I was not uh, 
in this moment, I was not ready for this. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. And I, I remember when I was in, uh, when I was competing actively, you, you always heard friends and pe people that were not supporting you like, oh, why are you doing that? You're not making any money of karate and you're not, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. But I always knew how much it gave me. And it was such an incredible experience and no, I mean, it would have been great if we would have more finances in karate, but nothing could give me the knowledge and mindset that I have learned by doing karate and also by challenging myself on the highest level. And I, and I think that is something that a lot of people lack. So what do you want to say to people? How can you encourage them to challenge themselves on the highest level in their life? I, I think uh, it's, it's really important not to do like uh, every time the same, every day and uh, just, just to follow your own way uh, uh, without uh, looking to the side. And I think, uh, as you told in the beginning, you have a, a certain time on, on, on the earth and uh, it's very important to create something, to leave something behind you and to, to uh, have an influence on, on other people. And I think it doesn't matter if it's in sports or in your job or in your family, whatever. I think to, to be an influencer in a positive way, um, to, to, have the, to have the experience that if you're not there anymore in the world, the people will remember you and they will have a positive feeling of you. And uh, to, to be not, not uh, just ordinary, just to find your talents and find your, your ideas uh, of life this, this is very, very important because everybody loves to be admired and everybody loves to be, be, uh, be um, pampered by the people. But, but you, have to do, you have to give something to get something and you have to, to be uh, somebody who is a giver and not a taker. And uh, this is for me very important to, to be open-minded, to, to, to help people and, uh, and not to be, uh, take everything you have for yourself because it doesn't help you. You have to give something out of you, like you do with your your uh, your great show. And I think this is this is the right way. And it doesn't need to be in sports or in something else. But you need to find a way to maybe to to give a chance to get your talents and your 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 work uh, to other people. Yeah, I agree with you. And what are you if you look at if you look at your life and the future? What type of legacy do you want to leave to the world? Oh, this this is an interesting question. Um, I think I think uh, my my most important legacy would be like a good friend of mine who's who passed away. Uh, just to to think about the, the the person and you you smile. You you have positive experiences, positive memories of this. And uh, this is this for me is is, is even more important than. Uh, like like the name on 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 the plate or something on this the people who think about you should have a smile sh and should think this was a person i i like to have spent time with i like to to uh, to share uh, things and uh, i think this is this would be for me uh, a very good legacy because my friend told me uh, before he died he told me uh, you know what when i'm in heaven i'm reserving a, a, a table for us so I, we, I keep some places for you free. 
So we can come together and then we sit together and, and have a good time. And, and this, this, this idea and this thoughts he, he told me before he was passing it was just, just for me amazing. And every time I think about him, I'm smiling. I'm happy to have time with him. And if, if I would leave the same uh, impression to the people, this would be uh, perfect. I love that. And, and I think as competitors and as wanting to achieve something, sometimes we take our results so seriously. We're chasing goals so much that we forget to smile and have fun on the way. And, and I know for myself, my best competitions has been when I've been happy. The best results is when I'm smiling and happy. How can we get back to that, you know, people that are watching now, they're tense, they're, they're, it's hard. I want to achieve this. How can we go back to relax, have fun? I think um, my whole life was, uh, uh, was made like love what you do, love what you do. If you, I, I would not go to the training if I don't love it, if somebody is forcing me. So it's the same in the job. If you just go to the job and you 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 go there and just uh, wait the clock turning, uh, then it's not the right thing. When I do my work, I have every time the same problem: the, the lack of time because the time is running so fast because I'm so into my work, especially in creative work. So uh, and I think that's that's the thing. Uh, then you you're even more motivated because you like it. You like you like to see the results. You like to get feedback of it and uh, this is uh, the thing and it's the same in the training uh, for me I, I love to teach people because I see how they develop and uh, I see how happy they are and how they are changing and it's it's not a, a big work for me to 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 bring a talented uh, athlete to the German championship uh, but maybe somebody who's very hard uh, to achieve it to help him maybe to get his first belt for me it is sometimes even more success to get help somebody else who's not um, who has no no talent or who has it more difficult to achieve it than to bring somebody who's like a running horse just say go and and reaching his goals and i think um, you need to love it and you need to to like uh, you need to love the process uh, to develop yeah i think a lot of people love the end result or at least the idea of the end result but i i, I think the problems comes when it's like, how do you love the day to day, especially when it's hard, right? Yes, that's, that's, that's the point. Like we have in Germany, COVID, uh, the same like in the whole world. So to tell the, the students to keep on training, to stay focused, even if they don't know the next tournament uh, or to to where, where to go now. It's, it's very important to, to stay in, in this because now in the moment, it's not easy to, to, to get the goals. But uh, for example, when they told me Olympics will be, uh, will be shifted to the next year, I was telling everybody, uh, it's, see it in a good way because uh, we have karate is one year longer Olympic sports. So yeah. this was my, my first impression. So uh, to be positive, even if the situation is, is worse. So um, I, I try to every time have a, to, to have a plan B, to every time to, to have something in, in the hands, uh, even if some, something bad is happening, that you, you're not losing your, your, your goals. And that's very important, I think. 
Yeah, I, I think so too, because things are going to change along the way and that's okay. Uh, I mean, one thing that I, early on in my career and early on as a martial artist and human being, I, I was so stuck on my goal that sometimes I saw, I, I forgot to see that there was something better. Uh, and I think it's good to be very decisive and focus on your goals, but also be open to other things, other people's ideas. Uh, I used to be, I used to always say, hey, if I make a decision, I'm not going to change. And I thought that was a good thing, <laughs> but mm. now I like to be convinced if you have something better to tell me today, I would love to change. Why not change for the better, right? And, and I think ego is something that comes in the way and I see it a lot in sports. Uh, how, how have you worked with your ego and uh, how has that helped you or how has it not helped you? I think uh, what comes in mind uh, with me is um, to be open to just uh, um, get the focus how other people maybe look at you and how other people think. So sometimes it's very important to change the perspective and see yourself out uh, of a different direction or just to, to understand how other people think or how they decide like they decide. And this helped me very much because in, even in karate, because of the old system, the sensei is, a, is, is the decision maker. The sensei is telling you what to do. It's, it's different. And uh, if I have a fifth dan, a fifth black belt, I'm better than you with a brown belt. And it's it's not the right thing. And if you're too much uh, in the in, in the old system, just think about the, the hierarchy and who's over and who, who's who's older, who's better, and and things. I think it's it's not the right thing for me. This change of perspective was even if I told you at the te championship when I was losing was helping me to to get more motivation to also get uh, uh, get along with criticism yeah to to see uh, maybe something good is in in a in in a bad thing and i think it's very important so when i i, I know many people they went to karate training of another teacher and they told me ah this training is not good it's bad the, tra the trainer is, is 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 doing a bad lesson and i was telling no there was one exercise that was great and if you do like this For me, I learned a lot and I improved myself. And this is the same in, the, in, in my life. If you have a discussion with somebody, you get to know somebody, maybe who's angry about you, to use the chance maybe to convince somebody or get convinced by somebody else. And I think uh, this is very, very important in life because everybody is different. Everybody has different point of views. And if you're thinking you're every time right, then you're totally wrong. Yeah, I agree with you. It's interesting because I, I'm, I just finished this morning the book Green Lights with Matthew McConaughey. And it's a very interesting book about, uh, about 35 years of his notes uh, uh, and uh, diary. And, and one, one story he tells is when he went, to, he went to somewhere in Africa and he's in a village and two people are discussing something and they're very, they seem to be very upset. And he asked them, what, what are you guys fighting? What are you guys fighting about? And said, no, 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 you're very wrong. We're not fighting. We're trying to understand each other. And, and we are not looking to be right. And, and that, that was very interesting for me because in a lot of conversations today, we hear people, they argue for their cause just so they can be right. And you should think that I'm right. 
But the real conversation, shouldn't that be about understanding each other and understanding different ways of seeing things? You don't have to agree, but at least can't you build an understanding? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, many conversations I'm, I'm, I'm having with other people, sometimes somebody is telling something wrong. That's, it's a mistake. Maybe it's a, it's a wrong number or something like this. But what makes what is good for me to tell him in front of everybody else that he's wrong? What, what would he do then? He would uh, try to defend himself. And uh, he would remember me just as somebody who's showing his mistakes. And this is the thing, what he was thinking about me the rest of his life. So I can tell you one story about a good coach. I really liked him, but he did one mistake in, in, his, uh, in the training. I was just thinking about him and he was just uh, bringing somebody who was doing a technique wrong. And he bring, brought him to the whole group and showed this guy is doing it wrong. Now, this is a mistake. Look at this mistake. And what, what does this guy think the whole rest of his life about this trainer? He just is thinking about uh, the situation, his embarrassing situation he was brought into. And I try as a coach, as a person, to avoid something like this uh, in front of everybody else because this is the worst thing that I don't want to have uh, experience, so I don't want to let somebody else experience this. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. I think it should... and. It's interesting because I do I do come across a lot of people when there's something that's wrong, they are trying to point that out. And I say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, let's move on. And then I hear them, they say it again and again, I understand, but let's move on. I think, I don't know why people are stuck in, in the need of being right. And, and if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, I think you need to change that because looking at the best people, I've had the honor of speaking to over 200 people from all over the world doing all these amazing things, sacrificing, giving their life to, to something that they love. And none of them are like that. That must mm. say something, right? That positivity wins, love wins, passion wins. You, you made the right point. I think uh, maybe this is one of the, the uh, yeah, key to, keys to, to the success because uh, it, it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense um, to to stuck on the mistakes to stuck on the wrong things to have to carry on and and to come over it and this is the thing we talked about the tournaments losing uh, getting experiences and try to learn and make it better so uh, of course it's 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 common thing to say uh, sometimes uh, you win sometimes you learn but it's it's the it's the right point you learn every time and even if you're winning, you need to know that it's just a moment and it's, it's, it's just depending on some different circumstances and you need also to learn what to make better because nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. Uh, there, there's no, no perfectivity. It's just uh, something you can improve, something you can carry on and to change. And I think uh, this is very important. And uh, this is all, you can only achieve it if you're positive, because otherwise uh, you just say, oh, the world is crazy and I have no chance to change anything. And then it's, I think, the, the, the begin, beginning of the end. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, Christian, I have one last question to you, and then I'm going to let you go. Um, for people that are listening, that are still here watching this, what's the 
one thing they can do right after this show to really kickstart 2021 and don't be one of those people that come March, there's, they're the same person that they were because they want to change. If you want to stay the person you are, if you're happy, I'm all for it. But if you want to grow, um, you're probably here listening to us. So yeah, li- listen in because this is going to be good. You know, many times uh, changing um, New Year's Eve, the people are telling themselves what they want to change. But the problem is often the people don't achieve it because they stay with their ideas for themselves. They are staying alone. So try to get some help. I'm just, uh, of course, I was telling myself for this year also to change something. And you know what? I try to change my uh, eating behavior because I'm eating very fast, very, very fast. Because I was, uh, when I was 65, after weighing, I was just throwing all things inside. And even 15 years after finish my career, or maybe 19 years, I was not able uh, to, I'm not able to change it uh, fully. And I was telling my wife, please, Help me if you see this, and I'm not angry with you. Please tell me because uh, it's it's in myself, uh, and I need to be active to change this behavior. And that's why I she's helping me with this. Sometimes just tell me, hey, come on, this time you're twice as fast as me. And and so I think uh, to not to be with your goals alone, share it. Maybe get some goals together and uh, ask somebody how he's thinking about uh, the stuff and. Uh, like you told me, share the things and not keep for yourself. Then it's also easier to to reach the goals and more hard uh, to to avoid reaching the goals. I think. I agree with you. We need accountability. We need people that uh, can help us be accountable. And uh, Christian, I want to thank you for this time. Uh, had an amazing time uh, today. Uh, conversation was incredible and uh, yeah thank you so much for doing this it was a big pleasure for me and uh, i really uh, thank you for the invitation and uh, i the best and i think it's a very exciting project and i will follow you uh, to the to your next steps and yeah wish you all the best thank you christian and thank you everybody that are here listening watching the show It's a new year. I'm excited to grow this show even more and to share it with more people. As you probably know by now, I want to help at least 10 million people to go after their dreams. I mean, that's a hefty goal. That's something that is important to me. But the most important thing for me is you that are watching and listening right now. If you can take one nugget, change your life this year, it makes me happy, makes me want to continue doing this. This is all for you to use and learn from. It's totally free. So take advantage of it. Check us out at ilovesuccess.co. Check us out at iTunes. Give us a review if you want so more people can find us. Subscribe on YouTube as well, where you you can see the full-on interviews. And yeah, I I just want to say thank you guys. And I hope that you are taking action to get a little bit closer to what you really want. So thank you and take care.